Hey, everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister and partner in crime and co-host, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going well. I just watched the funniest thing I'm going to tell you guys about, but uh, before, oh. before I tell you that, uh, how are you? <laughs> you know, I, I'm hanging in there, you know, we're we're having a potential coronavirus outbreak in my house and well i mean i guess it's not potential my son has it for sure yeah and i don't know maybe i'm getting it <laughs> it's very possible yeah we don't like but that it's gonna be okay it's gonna no, be yeah. all right i'd already i had already shopped for thanksgiving and we've had we have plenty of groceries in the house and we have to quarantine for two weeks and we're just gonna be just fine yeah well, and I can always drop things off on your porch. Right. There you go. Because so far we're holding steady at my house. I Our know. little sister's family, everyone of everyone in her house has it right now. And now it looks like maybe it's going to sweep you guys. But um, mm-hmm. so far we're holding strong so we can Good. be the errand family. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll let you know if we have an emergency and have to have something. But right, I think we're doing okay. Good. Yeah, stupid Corona. So yeah. sick of it. It's just so um, it's so bad here. Oh. Um, my county went critical today. It's yeah. it's everywhere. I mean, it, we're just kind of at a point where it's almost impossible to not get it. Yeah. And uh, so I just think, well, you know, my son said, well, at least it'll be over Thanksgiving and not Christmas. I said, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I figure it'll be a rough week and then people start swinging up. You know? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, you know, we're just going to, we, we're lucky. We got our, one of our local hospitals now has the monoclonal antibodies treatment. Yeah. And, you know, me with my weird immune system, it's possible I might need something like that. And if I do, I can get it, which is great. Yeah. So. Yep. Ours does too. And I had the same thought. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it's really bad here. And where I live, good Lord, I I live in a town of anti-maskers and people who, you know, still think this is some kind of hoax and, you know, all the stuff, even though our numbers are just through the freaking roof. But last night, our city council was deliberating on passing a mask mandate, uh, a stricter one that we have than we have, because Mm -hmm. the one we have isn't being followed very well at all. And they, anyway, uh, (laughs) they had their meeting and it was a closed uh, door meeting because right now that's kind of how these meetings are, you know, they're on Zoom and 200 people, which, you know, that might not be big for your town, but for mine, it's big enough. 200 people mobbed outside the city council, uh, outside of town hall, having an absolute ugly fit. The council people had to be escorted inside, which is just so weird for here. And it was so upsetting. And then they had a live, they had a live mic. I'm not sure how that worked. I watched part of the meeting and I was appalled at the way these people were yelling at the city council members, calling them names, making threats that uh, we're peaceful now, but we won't be if blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. It was in it know, was completely bonkers. Like 200 people not wearing it. What's that? I'm really surprised they tolerated it because in Idaho mm-hmm. Falls, where I live, a little bit bigger city, 
they would have had the chief of police on the phone and had that taken care of. Like they put up with it. It was mm-hmm. really weird. It was, it was ugly. It was ugly. Well, Mars and I drove over there, um, you know, and stayed far away and wearing masks uh, to just, I just want to see what it was looking like over there. And yeah. it's what I figured when we were there, they were chanting liberty or death. No shit. And, and I guess they were choosing death. I mean, is that what they were <laughs> Like, is that what you're trying to say here? I don't know. And look, <laughs> I don't, it's not a political thing to me. It's just a health thing, you know, but anyway, so crazy. But I have to tell you what I saw tonight that just absolutely killed me. Mm. So I saw a video on Facebook by Funny or Die mm-hmm. that is, um, <laughs> you know, this is all a parody, but of course it's a new French product on the market. Uh, oh <laughs> did you see this? <laughs> That this is the way to get men to finally look you in the eye and take you seriously in the office. And they are sets of little titties that you uh, paste to your forehead. And it was a scream. I absolutely died laughing. And they, they have them in all different skin tones and all different like little saggy ones and little perky ones and large ones and oh my god i could just die laughing yeah, all the so different funny. shapes really the different shapes me. yeah <laughs> yeah it was super super funny i saw that i i i needed that uh hilarity uh-huh. today so that was yeah. that was pretty pretty great yeah we we they said something like we have it we have a shape to fit every size or something like that it's <laughs> so funny oh I very very it. clever oh my goodness Okay, seeing so many of you guys in the chat, just want to welcome you all. Probably won't call you out by name because there's a bunch of you, but thanks so much for being here. So this is, of course, the uh, Psychic Hour. So we mm-hmm. are going to do some readings. We're going to do uh, energy, a healing circle first. Mm-hmm. And so before we do that, I do want to give you, oh, JR said she <laughs> came into the chat. What are you talking about? <laughs> Forehead boobs. That is what we are talking Forehead about. Boobs. Yes. You heard it correct. hmm yeah, go to go to Funny or Die on Facebook and find it. They were so funny. Anyway, <laughs> but so we're going to do a healing circle and then we'll do some some readings tonight too. But we wanted to share a little bit about what a healing circle is and yeah. why we're doing it. But I I don't know how clear we've been about this, but Christy and I and our Christy's wife Rhonda and our sister Kara, the four of us owned. A healing center and metaphysical store for 10 years. And during that time, we sold it three years ago to move to more online work. And when we had our store, we started teaching Reiki. Christy started teaching Reiki early on, and we had a lot of Reiki students and people who really wanted to uh, have more opportunities to practice energy work. And so we formed a monthly healing circle. And so it was free and people from the community would just come and we'd give them an opportunity to put anything in the circle that they wanted to. And then we would hold hands and do energy work together. So some people would pray. Some people would just send love from their heart. Some people would do whatever energy modality they had. But basically we were holding the, you know, the highest and best intentions for whatever was put in the group, you know, and people might put their, an ill family member or their financial situation or a pet or, you know, their job or whatever. It didn't matter, but people would put, uh, you know, whatever they wanted in the circle and 
just by speaking it out loud to the group and then we'd do our work. And we did those every single month for 10 years. We did a lot of healing circles and it was we awesome. Did, we did a lot. We did more than a hundred. Yeah. In the time that, that we had healing hands. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, that became a thing that was, you know, beloved in our community and that we loved and in our online work, because of course, during all this time, we were also uh, doing psychic radio. We also would do these on the, uh, over the air as well. And so mm -hmm. the idea of a healing circle is basically it's collectively coming together to do some work. So that's what it's about. So we had thought we'd do a healing circle tonight that was more about uh, helping to heal the planet and everyone who is suffering right now, be it from you know COVID or from financial problems or anything else. Uh, while I've got you in the circle, I will give you an opportunity to say or speak anything into the circle that you want to. So, you know, if there's anything else you want to add, you're welcome to do that. Um, I'm going to start us actually with a little bit of singing bowl work. Since we can't smudge you all, we'll do some singing bowl work instead to get all clean and clear before we start into that work. But Christy, before yes. we do that, is there anything you want to say or add to that? No, that that's exactly it. That's wonderful. And we have loved doing healing circles. We've seen um, some pretty miraculous things come out of healing circles over the years, actually. So it's one of yeah. my favorite things because, you know, sometimes things really shift after one of these. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And of course, uh, we'll make healing circles a regular part of our work here on this, the psychic hour. We'll probably do one once a month with you guys. Yeah. So you can kind of be thinking about that. If you have things you want to add to that circle, you'll be ready. For sure. And so, feel free to type them in the chat if you want to. You don't have to, but if you'd like absolutely. to share them, please yep. do. Yep. Throw everything in the chat room that you'd like. It helps for everybody to read the, uh, you know, the requests of others so that you, you know, know what you're holding in your heart when we go into this work. Yeah. So it is like a guided meditation. I'm going to, in a few minutes, I'll ask you guys to just, uh, you know, sit quietly with us and just allow yourself to go through the process. It'll be like a visualization. So that's what's going to happen, but we're going to do a little bit of singing bowl work first. So I do have, so this bowl is a, uh, it's in the note of C. This is a Tibetan singing bowl. And it doesn't matter. I mean, it's a root chakra bowl. That's the note of C uh, is for the root. But for our purposes, it doesn't matter. We're just going to clear. So I'm going to play the bowl. All you have to do is hold the intention. We're going to allow the frequency of the singing bowl to absorb any energy that you're carrying that isn't serving your highest and best purpose. Very simple, right? So you just sit with the bowl and breathe with it and allow the frequency of the singing bowl to clear away anything that isn't serving your highest and best purpose. So we'll do that now. Be prepared. This is going to be a little loud. It's a little loud. Yep.
Okay, very good. Okay. All righty. So now <clears throat> we can go ahead and start. All right. So go ahead and close your eyes and sit with me here. Let's take a few deep breaths to get grounded and centered. Very good. Now, I would like you to picture yourself walking through the forest, walking on a path. It's warm, but not hot. <coughs> the sun is shining. You can feel the crunch under your feet of the pine needles. You can smell the pine sap. In just a moment, I'm going to be counting backward from 10 to 1. As I do so, you will be walking down the path, getting deeper and deeper into your spirit with every step you take. By the time I reach 1, you will have reached a clearing, a meadow, where others are gathering, a sacred place of unconditional love where we will gather together to do our sacred work tonight. Starting now with 10, walking down the path, feeling comfortable and confident. Nine, eight, Seven, getting deeper and deeper into your spirit with every step you take. Six, five, walking down the path. Four, Three, almost there now. You can see the opening coming up in front of you now. Two, and one. Step out now into the meadow. You can see others in the center gathering and you can see other people stepping off of their paths and into this clearing. Walk to the center now. You'll see me there and Christy and others. This is a place of unconditional love and of peace where we can gather at any time. As we are all assembling together now, Go ahead and take the hands of those around you, forming a circle.
At this time, I would like you to speak anything into the circle that you would like healing with. Please do that now. Very good. I would also ask you to hold high in your thoughts comfort and healing for all those that are suffering, be it from COVID or other illness or anything else. And now it's time to do our work. You may consider praying or sending love from your heart or practicing an energy modality if you have one. We are one, working together for the highest and best of all those that we are working on behalf of tonight. Let's go ahead and do that work together now. So much powerful energy moving through this group. So much important work happening tonight. Just another minute now. Very good, let's finish up. Okay. In just a few moments, I'll be counting forward from one to five. When I do, starting at one, you'll still be very deep in your spirit. By the time I reach five, you'll be wide awake and refreshed. You'll remember everything you experienced in this circle. You'll remember how to come back here anytime you choose. 
Say your goodbyes now, knowing you can come back anytime you want. And knowing that you were a part of some very important and sacred work today. Now, go ahead and walk back. Back to your path. And starting with one, step back out into the forest, onto the trail, very deep in your spirit now. Two, getting lighter. Three, lighter still. Four, almost there. And five, wide awake and refreshed. Okay, big stretch. Nice. Yeah. Wasn't sure I was coming back. I know. I just stay there for a while. Right. Uh, stretch really good. Move your body. That's some out of body work. So you want to move yourself a little bit. Take a drink. Do a couple of things to just pull yourself back into your space. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Thank you. You bet. This is a powerful crew. That was a that was good work. Mm-hmm. It sure was. Yeah. So thanks you guys for being involved in that. And if you uh, want to ask any questions or talk about that, we can do that now and then we can move on to some readings as well. But that started like a big pillar in the center of that circle Mm -hmm. of light that I felt like just kind of uh, almost like dominoes spread through every single person in that group and then just exploded out from there and wash, you know, the earth. down everywhere that it needed to go. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. Really good. Okay. It's like lots of people in the chat really enjoyed that. Yeah. You can see why we hosted one of those every month for a long, long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, of course, with that group, we would also have a chance to break off into treatment rooms and, you know, everybody would get to yeah, get on the table and actually, you know, have some work. But that's why in this uh, healing circle, we'll just be the ones that give the work. <laughs> yep. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Colleen said that was nice. I have a few tears rolling down my cheeks now. No. Well, I love that, Colleen. I mean, you know, we are a family, right? Whether we know each other or not in person, when we come together like this and we do this kind of work together, we are deeply connected. Yeah, most definitely. I think it reminds us of how truly connected we really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, and how we can really, how easily we can surpass time and space to work together. We don't have to be in the same proximity to really be able to come together in good work. Right, right. And that we really can be a powerful force, even, you know, spread all the way across the world. Yep, absolutely. That's, I think, a really important message now, particularly, as Mm -hmm. we are all, you know, 
isolating in various places. And some people posted that they're back in lockdown. Lockdown. Obviously, I'm in quarantine. You know, I think it feels yeah. really good to remember that we can work together on the energy plane and get together on the energy plane, even when we can't in physical proximity. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. Because, yeah, what do we have to wait for? You know, we can be together now. We can work together now. Right. Right. We definitely can. Well, and I think it's also a good reminder to all of us how powerful we truly are. You know, oh, yeah. we live in a society that uh, in lots of ways we renders us powerless. You know, yeah. I think we forget how inherently powerful every single person on this planet is because they possess a soul because that's who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And we, yeah, certainly the world we're living in right now does not necessarily remind us of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lauren would like to buy the world a Coke. <laughs> I remember those commercials, Lauren. Yeah. That's cute. And I would take you up on that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it was diet. Mm, sorry. Yeah, buy a Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did intend on doing a few readings tonight. So if, uh, anyone has something they're working on, if you want some energy work or you would like a reading, uh, throw it up there in the chat room. We will likely not get to everybody, but we'll grab a few and yeah, yeah do what we can. Um, I will be honest. I am much more likely to take specific questions than I am general readings just because uh, it we maximize our time that way. So if there's mm-hmm. something that you're working on or thinking about, throw it in there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely like those. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Hopefully not. I can. Is it pigs? No, it's the Seahawks game. It's the Seahawks game. (laughs) Oh, it's being watched on the other side of the house from me, but something amazing must've just happened because I just heard an explosion in there. (laughs) Husband and son. Mm -hmm. Um, They are very loud. Yeah. mm -hmm. And, you know, when I come out from this and be like, you know, um, I could hear you. They'll be shocked. Really? We were trying to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so much. Yeah, you were. <laughs> well, I guess uh, we do have a question from Bianca. Okay. Said, I wanted to know more about my spiritual psychic gifts. I get so muddled sometimes and I can't figure them out. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yes. Do you want to take that question? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, Bianca, the reason that you get so muddled is because you are an emotional empath. And so you take on a lot of emotional energy from other people and that makes you muddled. Like you feel so much emotional stuff around you, in you. And so it makes it confusing. So that is actually your gift. And you will probably tell me, no, that's my curse, because that's what a lot of empaths say. Um, but, but the reality is that if you learn to use this in a positive way, it can actually be very useful to helping other people and helping yourself. But a couple of things that you have to do is first, you have to learn to identify what is yours and what is someone else's. So feel around in your energy body a little bit. And, you know, if you feel some anxiety, for example, ask yourself the question, is this mine or is this someone else's? And you will generally quickly know if you have something you are anxious about, it might be yours. But if it isn't, simply just push it out of your bubble and back to the person that it came from. Do that in your mind's eye. You know, you get to work, you're feeling fine, and then suddenly you feel angry. Eh, It's probably a coworker that you're feeling. 
push that energy back to them. It's theirs. You don't have to take it on or resolve it. You simply just acknowledge it. it. Acknowledging its presence is really important. One of the reasons that's really important is it because it really helps you know where someone else is at in a situation. One of my favorite examples of this is you will be able to tell if today is a good day to ask for a raise at work or not because you can feel your boss. Check in with them. How do they feel? Does this feel like a good day or does this feel like a definitely not a good day? And you will be able to answer that question. So there are lots and lots of empath skills and we can work on that more as we talk to you on the show or you can call Katie or I on the lines that we work on and we can work on it there as well. But that's the first thing is to start really identifying. Is this mine or is this someone else's? And if it's someone else's, giving it back to them. Your job is simply to identify it and return it. Really, really important skill to start with when you're working as an emotional empath. Mm -hmm. And as you do that, you make space for other gifts to emerge because you get buried under those layers. Right. But once you get through that stuff, then you really start seeing some of your other stuff come forward because that's not it. That's the tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Lauren said she could use a reading. She's not really sure what to ask. Lauren, here's what comes up for me with you. I would like to give you a, a, what's called a Merkaba clearing. Uh, it's a piece of energy work that helps to release uh, anything you're carrying that's not serving you anymore. A much deeper clearing than what we just did with the bowl, of course. But I feel like you are someone who has so many people that rely on them and you have so many cords. You get these in your high heart, like right up through here above your heart chakra. That is really, uh, you end up with so much of your energy going elsewhere and they're not like bad cords, like attachments, you know, that they're not bad. They're just, they're emotional attachments. People form to you that rely on you. And I feel like you've got a lot of them and I'd really like to help you get rid of them. So what I want to do is a Merkaba clearing. So let's do that. I'll just do a whole body clearing, but that was really what I was thinking about was that spot right there. So let's focus. So I am going to start at your feet, commanding a Merkaba clearing, commanding billions of many points of light to flood your system now, completely healing, clearing, and releasing any and all energetic cords, connections, attachments, psychic attack, psychic debris, any energy that you're carrying that isn't serving you any longer, whether it is yours or other people's, anything that could be holding you back, holding you down, making you feel blocked or ill or tired or any other undesirable energy at this time, commanding these energies to be healed and cleared and rendered neutral and inert through all directions of time now, through every cell of your physical body, every layer of your emotional body and every fiber of your spirit body now. So I'm going to watch this move through you. The Merkaba is a sacred geometry shape that is well known for being able to being really effective and efficient at clearing. If you could see this, it would look like billions of little blue vortexes of light just racing through every cell, every layer, every fiber, just releasing all of the things that we commanded. 
So I'm feeling a lot of pressure growing in your chest. Just know that that will go away when we get there. It's just kind of like starting at the basement and pushing everything to the ceiling. It just, the energy just moves up as we're working. Some pressure up the side of your neck and into your jaw too. I'm feeling it on my right side, but it may not be for you. But that's a, a spot of tension for you. So we'll get that cleared and released as well as we go here. All right. Nice shift in your hips and lower back here. And moving up through your solar plexus and through your heart. And some old grief coming to the surface here and clearing. All right, now I'm going in on all of those cords. I wanted to get out of that high heart space. We're going to pull every single one of them. We'll just heal those with love and return them. All right, moving on up through your throat. Big release here through the back of your neck, the backs of your shoulders, you know, your shoulders from your shoulder blades all the way to the tops of your shoulders, all the way to your neck, where your head and your neck connect. Lots of tension through there that we're releasing here. Good. All the way through your third eye and your crown. Good. And then going back to your feet and commanding a Merkaba blessing, commanding billions of many points of light to flood your system now, completely shifting your frequency to a place of peace, to a deep inner knowledge that all is well, to a place of confidence and to a place of abundance, commanding these energies to shift through every cell of your physical body, every layer of your emotional body, and every fiber of your spirit body now. Good. And always the blessing is so much faster than the clearing. Good. Okay, Lauren, that's perfect. That I feel like is a perfect way to set you free, turn you loose from other people's stuff and give you the chance to just feel yourself. Nice. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth says, I feel like someone's trying to reach out from the other side. Lots of happenings around my house lately. I'm not sure how to find out who it is or how to communicate. (laughs) I think she has an elemental in her house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, you know, the the communication part is actually easier than you think. Yeah. Because you actually just have to ask. And and a lot of people tell us, you know, we ask all the time, well, did you ask them what they want? Mm -hmm. No. (laughs) Do ask. Um, the message will come, the answer will come in a lot of different ways. It might just come as a thought in your head. Uh, but you will get a, or a feeling in your body that will give mm-hmm. you an impression of why they're there and what they want. But don't be afraid to communicate when you feel something going on in your house. It's we, We've been set up, I think, in Western culture to really be afraid of things like this. And it's not anything to be afraid of. No. And it's entirely okay to just ask, what? who are you? Why are you here? What do you need from me? Because generally it is a need from you that they have, which is why they're around. And if you're sensitive enough to, I, to recognize that they're present, 
they are going to keep making some noise until they get your attention enough that you ask and that you mm -hmm. speak up. Yep. Yep, definitely. Huh. That's fun. And also, though, if you don't want them there, you can tell them to leave. Mm -hmm. You don't have you to let anybody can. stay. If you yep. don't like it, tell them they have to go. Yep, absolutely. You you have that right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do that, work on it. And then if you want some help with it later on, we'll, we'll help you with it. But definitely I love to Christy's theory of, you know, empowering you guys to ask for yourself. Yeah. I will yeah. tell you, Elizabeth, I feel like whatever is in your house feels to me like it's uh, a fairly light energy. I don't feel like this is nefarious at all. Uh, I actually feel yeah. some mischief around it. I'm not worried about it, you know, in that sense, but uh, yeah. yeah, see what you can do. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay, let's see. JR said health, education, family, romantic relationships. <laughs> That's a big list. Right? You want to just grab one? Sure. You know, health just keeps jumping out at me for you, JR. And I feel like you have a lot of stress related symptoms. And that um, getting into a very regular, stress relieving self-care practice is super important for you, for your health, for your mental health and your physical health. And so it can be something as simple as just scheduling yourself 10 minutes a day to meditate or pray or write in a journal. It doesn't matter really what it is. It just matters that you do it. Maybe you take a walk and listen to your favorite music, or maybe you take a walk and listen to nothing and just have a break from everything. But I feel like a 10 minutes a day me time plan is really, really important for you. And you're going to find that it really improves your mental and emotional health. But I also feel like it's going to improve your relationships too, because I feel a pretty large amount of resentment from you for a lot of things that are going on in your life. Not to minimize them, because I'm not at all. But it doesn't help you to feel that. And so if you can have some time away some space, even just a few minutes at a time that you designate as you time, I feel like it will help a lot. So just identify, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day. What is it that you want to do? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be anything really major. It just needs to be only time for you and nobody else. Definitely. It's so good. And also, JR, give yourself so much credit for how far you have come. You have done so much work on yourself here in the past few years. And, you know, even though there are, you know, things that you're still working on, wow, you have come a long ways. And I think you deserve the credit for that. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Cranky said that she's at a crossroads with her career, looking for a new career. Am I too old? You are absolutely not too old. No. You're not too old. You're still going to be in the workforce for a while. And so having something that you really like and that you're comfortable in, I feel like is going to be key for you. So definitely not too old. And I feel like at this point right now, I don't feel like there's a wrong answer for you. I feel like the things to consider are what style of people do you want to work with? What kind of people do you want to work with? How physical of a job do you really want to have? Because I'm suspecting this is more of, you know, an office-y kind of job at this point rather than anything that's more physical than that. But also, where do you want to work? 
What sounds amazing to you? You are absolutely not too old. I could even see you taking an online training or something like that that helps put you, you know, a little more in the driver's seat of wanting to, or, you know, being able to pick something else up. But I suspect that you will. It's my prediction that by somewhere around June, you have made a transition into something else and that you're doing something you really enjoy doing. So that's my prediction for you because I feel like that's what is going to happen if you, there's a big if, if you get going on it. You know, I don't think you'll do much until the first of the year. I think just because of the way of the world right now, you'll be a little, you know, standing in one place. But after the first of the year, maybe even into February, that's where I feel like you'll start really taking action and we'll see a change for you. It it is going to come. Mm Okay. Okay. Gigi says, I don't really seem to be able to find my path. What do you see? I want to answer this because I love this. Um, Here's the thing, Gigi. You are most definitely already on your path. It's just how you're defining it that's, that's holding you up. Our path is really just about who we are as a person and if we are actively expressing that into the world. If we're using it to be kind to other people and loving and giving and supportive in whatever way that is. And you're already doing it. It's not like you have to do the right job or, you know, find the right outlet for your gifts for that to be your path. It really isn't for you. It is simply you just being you. You make other people's lives better just by being you, just by being present with them. I bet people have told you that, that I feel better when I'm around you. I like talking to you because it makes me feel good. Those kinds of things. That is your path. You're on it. Just keep doing what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And I would add to that, study your ancestry. Mm -hmm. There's some keys to you. There's some clues to you in what would resonate with you as far as a spiritual path is concerned in, in your ancestors. I feel like that uh, your ancestors are really running in your blood. And if you would understand or could understand a little bit more about where you came from, and I don't mean like one or two or three generations back, I mean like deep into your ancestry. Mm -hmm. I feel like you'll find some path of spirituality there that resonates with you in a way that nothing else really has. I think you've tried a lot of things that are okay, but don't really stick, but that's where it's at for me with you. Nice. I like that. Okay. Let's see. Marilyn said, I constantly feel people's sadness and pain, those known and unknown to me. Yeah, you are just such an empath, Marilyn. You've done it your whole life. Uh, I would wager that when you were a kid, you were one of those little ones who always had a tummy ache or -hmm. a headache. Mm -hmm. Tummy ache when you were in grade school, probably headache in junior high and high school. Mm -hmm. But uh, because you were feeling so much of other people's stuff, I also feel like many of your decisions in your life have been made on what would make other people feel good or make other people happy versus what actually works for you. I feel like you have been in and stayed in relationships and friendships that way that were super unhealthy, but you were doing the thing, you know, you were keeping other people happy. And I feel like you have many times been stomped on because you just couldn't uh, hurt somebody because it hurt you too. 
Yeah. Uh, but I also feel like this has created a place of social anxiety for you that makes it hard for you to even want to leave your house. And, and yet you do because other people want you to. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's a tough one. And we've talked about it a little bit already tonight. And I'm seeing that really what we need to do is do a whole empath show. And so maybe yeah, next we week do. Let's we'll do. do. Yeah, a whole empath show. We, we like to call it empath boot camp. Yes, so I love we'll it. We'll do that next week. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's a great idea. Although, will it be on Thursday? Hmm. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Hmm. I, mean, I guess it could be because it's not like we're going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually down to do it on Thanksgiving, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it as well. And, and, yeah. and if you can't listen live, of course, you can, uh, you know, listen mm-hmm. after the fact. So Marilyn, what I would like for you to do, what I'd like to do for you tonight, though, is wrap you up in aluminum. So one of the theories that I practice is ethereal metals and ethereal metals are really effective in shielding. So I'm going to wrap you up in aluminum. You know, think back to that all saying we'd say in grade school, I'm, you know, I'm now I can't say it. That's ridiculous. Uh, I'm rubber rubber and you're glue. Yeah. (laughs) Think of it like that. Uh, Aluminum really helps to just send everybody else's stuff back. Because I think this upcoming week will probably bring, you know, be a little painful one for you. So let's do that now. And mm-hmm. then watch for that show next week about empaths because that's you. And, and we'll work with you. You know, we'll work on these skills. So mm-hmm. but I'm going to go ahead and call in the ethereal element of aluminum. I'm going to wrap you up in it like an egg. From your feet to the top of your head. We're just holding space that that will continue to reflect other people's energies back to them and keep you safe in your little happy space here. Okay, good. So that's done. So, but we'll continue to work on this with you, Marilyn, I promise. Okay. Colleen said, any tips for raising indigo children? Um, And we'll do a lot more work with indigos too, but um, Put on your seatbelt. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Recognize that you're you're their parent for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. because you can understand them. Uh, one of my biggest things with indigos is to make sure they have tons of choices. Mm-hmm. Indigos are so freaking stubborn. And it's yeah. just it, a lot of them are like tiny adults, you know, mm-hmm. and that can be really annoying for the adults around them sometimes or just challenging. Lots of lots of choices. I think is really important. Um, keeping the energy in your home really stable is extremely important. Well, in hearing them out, they they really have a lot of opinions and they need to be heard out, even, even as small children. Um, mm-hmm. But as they get older as well, they mm-hmm. need you to hear the, the indigo. Well, the indigo that I have raised is 25 now, but they're talkers. They want yeah. to tell you their theories, their their plans for how they're going to fix the world. You know, they want to mm-hmm. tell you those things. Let them do it. They need to speak those things. I think that they learn through hearing things yeah. um, in a lot of ways. So I think that's really important. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And if they don't want to do something, they don't want to go to a certain place or they have an opinion about something, Listen, it's, they know, you know, mm-hmm. he's a crazy psychic. And so if there's something that they're putting the brakes on, see trust what you it. can do to honor that. Yep. And trust yeah, that. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Kat would like to know, she said, I would like to know if we are making the right decision with our son. 
Yeah, I feel like definitively, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I feel like in about four months, there's going to be a bit of a change of course. And what you're doing now isn't going to be exactly what you'll be doing then, that uh, something will shift that will change the way you're coping with the situation a little bit. And that that's okay to be resilient, you know, um, to change with them. But I feel like at this point, yes, my answer for you is that yes, it feels to me like you are. And also big hugs to you, mom, because I know mm-hmm. that you've had a ton on your plate and you're doing Definitely. the best you can. And you're doing well, great. I just want to say this to you. You are the expert on your child and your family. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to stand up for that and say that. And it's okay to do the thing that feels right to you and not let anybody push you on it because you know better than anybody does. Yep. 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 Okay. Let's see. Hello, Alan. Alan said, hello, pleasant days and pleasant nights to all my friends and relations. Hello, room. Hello, ladies. Hello, Alan. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Let's see. Mouth of the South said, I have a lot of tension and pain in my neck and down my shoulders. I just can't seem to get it to relax. It felt better for a couple of days after you cleared my chakras, but it came back. Christy, do you want to take a look at that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to move on to Melissa. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I'm ready. So mouth of the South, I feel like you have someone who continually attaches to you. This is a person who is triggered by you. And so it's the same attachment that we cleared last time. I'm going to clear it again. And then I want you to think about shielding yourself from people who are pretty reactive around you right now. One of my favorite ways to do that is to, in your mind's eye, create a wall of bulletproof glass between you and them. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel like that is a bad thing or that you're placing a barrier between your relationship or something. You're not. You're just protecting yourself. Sometimes people are very reactive and are just firing energy off at everybody else rather than taking responsibility for themselves. And that's what this feels like to me. So in your mind's eye, build that wall of bulletproof glass between the two of you. And uh, just make a point of setting boundaries and and not putting yourself in situations where you get attacked. It's okay to say no and step back because I just feel like this is an ongoing situation and that's why it's returned. Mm -hmm. But I did clear it for you now. And uh, so now it's just for you to work on the boundaries. Yeah, for sure. Okay, Melissa lost her daughter last year, and she's been feeling really depressed. Um, She does say that she feels like her daughter is around her. She feels her, but she's feeling really lost, which, you know, as we know, is a really normal thing to go through when you lose a child. Um, I don't know that there's really anything more painful on the planet than losing a child, as you know, Melissa. And so, of course, on that front, our hearts absolutely go out to you. I want to tell you that I feel like your daughter is very much with you. I hear this cute laugh around her, uh, kind of a mischievous giggle that uh, just makes me kind of smile. I feel like she is very aware of you. She tells me that uh, the depression for you and, and that feeling lost energy, that she feels like it's because there's a bond between the two of you that you're unable to feel, uh, that you could feel that when she was here on, you know, in person, 
but you don't feel it now as much and that you're kind of always reaching for something that you just aren't feeling. The thing is, it's there. It's just that you can't feel it the same way. So she's asking me to do a little bit of work, strengthening that between the two of your hearts. So I'm going to do that first. So I'm just pulling a silver thread out of your heart and running it through hers because she has a soul. She still has a heart chakra of sorts. It's different than the one you have in your, you know, in the physical, but she still has that, of course. So I'm just mm-hmm. winding that thread between the two of your hearts to just draw her, you know, to connect you a little bit closer. Um, she tells me that she's been trying to come through for you in dreams. She says that she's, uh, not been as successful as she'd like to be, but that's something she'll continue to work on with you. She says she does worry about the depression because of the apathy, because things that you used to care about have really lost uh, their luster. And she worries about that. I'm going to tell you, Melissa, that I feel like you would do well to take every step you need to, to help work on the depression piece because she really wants you to be able to move into a brighter place. Now, I don't say that to create any guilt in you. So don't do that to yourself, right? This isn't about guilt. She just wants you to feel free to and not feel bad about enjoying things. She right. said that there's a, been a part of you that almost beats yourself up. Like you're almost afraid to be happy or enjoy life because how dare you do that when your daughter is dead. And she wants you to know that that's actually exactly what she wants for you is to find some things to enjoy and to get excited about. If you're not already getting some therapy, I hope that you'll consider it. I feel like it would be really good for you. Definitely. I, uh, talking to your doctor or your nature path about the depression. If you haven't already, I would really, really like to encourage you to do that. There is something better out here for you, Melissa, and I feel like you're going to get there with with her love and support because it's all over you and with just continuing to reach out a little bit to get that to help get you over the hump here. Yeah. So sending so much love to you. Definitely. Okay. We are just about out of time here. We are. We've got three minutes. So Cheyenne says, my anxiety has been worse than normal the last couple of days, especially. Just wondering if there might be a reason for that that I'm not realizing yet. It could really be collective, too. What do you think? I think it is collective. That's my sense of it, is that you're just, you're reacting to what's going on all around the world right now. That it's not really anything to do with you or your life any more than usual but that you're feeling a lot of energy and a lot of emotion going around from other people because there are a lot of things happening right now. One of the best things that you can do when you feel that is just send love from your heart out into the world, kind of like we did in the healing circle, to help send love to whoever needs it, to whatever situation needs it. That will help to ease your anxiety quite a lot because I feel like you're just feeling that need that is out there right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Alan says, I'm a Northern Arapaho Oglada Lakota or Native American. I have many questions, but my one question, I was told a prophecy when I was born and I was born with a veil. A Jewish doctor made a prediction. I'm a little bit unsure what the question is. If you're asking Mm -hmm. what the prediction is or 
exactly what the question was, Alan, but I'm going to tell you this. There is so much healing medicine in you. I feel like if you have done any past life work, you would discover that you have so many past lives where you were a healer, where you were somebody who brought big changes to your people. And I feel like that is exactly what you're working on in this life as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Being a voice, you know, for those that don't have one. I mean, you, you have quite the warrior spirit too, but you're a healer. You are a healer at heart. And I hope that that is a practice that you're embracing in this lifetime because that's who you are. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd love to hear more about the prophecy if you have anything more to share on that. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one we have time for is Misty. Am I where I should be relationship wise? Mm, I feel kind of some apathy there, Misty. Um, Me too. I'm not sure that the, the the relationship is wrong so much as the relationship has stopped being the focus. And yeah. so I feel like um, you need to find a way to have some more fun and make it fun and interesting again. And I'm, I just feel like it's a minor tweak. Yeah. That there's some flatness here that mm-hmm. needs some attention. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Melissa said, thank you so much. My daughter was a medium. Boy, that doesn't surprise me, Melissa, the way her heart is wrapped around yours. Yep. So let's expect more dreams from her. Let's let her in and expect more dreams from her. And she's going to keep uh, propping you up. All righty, you guys. I'm sorry. I know we didn't get to quite everybody, but we've got to call it a night. But, you know, come back next week and we'll work on, we'll do an empaths boot camp show. That's going to help. And for you guys that have, empathic kids or indigo kids or you know kids let's just say kids mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you know those of you that are raising yourselves you know <laughs> that's uh you know like we all are this will be something mm-hmm. that helps you i promise so definitely and of course we'll be back monday tuesday and wednesday with new true crime episodes we'll be yeah. back next wednesday night with an updates show and then we'll be back next thursday night so you guys be well Please take good care of yourselves. Uh, And we'll put it, of course, in the uh, description of this show, we will put ways to contact us, uh, either one of us for a reading or if you want to come over and, uh, you know, see what else we have going on. We both have quite a few things happening. So we do. Thanks so much for being here. We are Katie and Christy with True Crime Paranormal. And you guys take care and have a great night. Bye, everybody. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.